Tell Tales, Dakota Folk Life and Stories, is a collection of narratives of shared personal experiences of peoples of the North Dakota Plains. They originate from and are shaped by interviews with senior citizens, many of whom are in elder care facilities. In 2020, our emphasis was on veterans. And while in-person interviews were not possible due to the pandemic, we were able to speak remotely with a number of them. Marvin Ewart is currently a resident at the Good Samaritan Society Care Facility in Lakota, North Dakota. And he is a Korean War veteran. Well, I just was drafted in the Army, and I don't know, when it was 50 or 51, served uh, well, here in the States and then in Korea. Being a North Dakota farm boy, this was Marvin's first trip overseas. He remembers the voyage to Korea by ship vividly. I think we were on the water for about two weeks. I don't know why it took so long, but we were about well, two weeks on the water. And then we run into a storm there. And the ship, you could, you, you know, the waves were so big. It was, the ship wasn't just too big a ship, but it was quite a bit big ship. But it, uh, the waves had lifted right up and the prop would come out of water. And that whole ship would just shake and rattle. Then to dive back into the next wave, and that kept on for about, well, just about all night for about three, four hours. And when it's come down, you'd think that the whole thing was going to fall. You could just feel the ship. It was just like it was going to crack up. But it didn't. And then it goes through the next wave and sit up there again. And you could feel it. hear the prop come out of the water because it make it making a hell of a racket till it get back in the water again, drop back down. That kept on all night in the dark. <laughs> and I happened to be on guard duty for out in the ship for that, uh, that night, too. Marvin was trained in the use of the Browning Automatic Rifle, or BAR. A typical BAR gunner during the Korean War carried a 12-magazine belt with three or four extra magazines in pockets, an assistant gunner carried additional ammo. It's It's like a machine gun, only it's a little smaller. You carry this around with you. And then I had a, because it used so much ammo, I had an ammo guy with me just carrying my ammo for me. He just carried a canvas sacks full of ammo, ammo, you know. I couldn't carry that much if we started five because. A lot of fighting and a lot of firing well, and that went fast. I tell you, it, it was Korea over there. It was, it was a little bit of everything. We used to, we stayed in one place one time about eight, about six weeks. And we'd go out on patrol and we'd meet the enemy, the Chinese troops. Maybe be a hundred feet to, I had a path there. They'd go, be going east and we'd be going west. We'd just meet each other and wave to each other. We'd go, <laughs> we were supposed to be shooting at each other. We'd just go past to go meet them and we'd just meet them and we'd just wave to them. Well, what was the sense? And there was no, what were we fighting for? What, what was uh, killing each other for? I couldn't see no reason why we were killing each other. And that didn't happen often, but I mean, it did happen to me. You got to know these guys. I mean, they, you see them out there every day. <laughs> they were 
They were maybe miles or two down the road, but they were there. You got to do what you got to do. Sleeping in the rice fields and having been shot at and stuff like that, there isn't a... What are you going to tell? I mean, there isn't much to tell about it. I was over in Korea for four months, and I never seen the inside of a building. I was never in the building. We used to go back for showers and that, but that was in a big tent. You had to take a shower and that, but once a month, maybe. <laughs> and now, as far as that goes, it's, it was rather monotonous. I mean, you sit there in the same place, you know, right across the valley. On the other side, they were sitting there, and we were sitting there. We were just sitting there staring at each other. It's just something that, unless you've done it, been there and done it, you don't, you don't know what it's like. If you've been there and done that, done it, I mean, then you, you, I mean, you can talk about it. You can't talk to somebody if, you know, it's hard to say. Talk, talk, talk. It's, it's they don't know what you're talking about and that. And, I don't know. Life goes on, though. You got to keep on living. Produced in partnership with the Good Samaritan Society Care Facility in Lakota, North Dakota, and Dakota Legacy. This project is produced in part with a grant from the North Dakota Council on the Arts, which receives funding from the North Dakota State Legislature and the National Endowment for the Arts. <laughs>